You are listening to the Uncommon Truth Podcast, produced by the Father's House Church in Oroville, California. I'm Luke, and we created this podcast because we want to explore Christianity the way that Jesus intended it to be. If you're interested in joining us on this journey, make sure you subscribe to this podcast, or for more resources, check out changeoroville.org. Hello, and welcome to the Uncommon Truth Podcast. I have Vicky with me here as always today. Hey, everybody. But Steve is not with us today. No, he is not. He is out on our Lights of Hope uh, walk constructing things somewhere probably correct um and but we are, have some special guests with us we're really excited to um join me today on the podcast is my good friend ash smith and her husband murray murray and ash smith smith and they are the associate senior. past <laughs> no go ahead senior associate senior pastors. associate pastors at catch the fire toronto correct, correct? is excellent. that right good job yeah. Yeah. and they just moved in june from north carolina Yep, from Raleigh, North Carolina, up to Toronto. And they they, um, come to our school to speak for a week. Speak for a week, that that rhymes, it's nice. And it's been about 14 months since you've been here. Yeah, it is. So they didn't know California could be cold. No, not this cold anyway. Yeah, it's cold. I did bring a jacket. That's crazy. I wasn't expecting. So we walked Lights of Hope last night at night, and um, we were all freezing. Mm. It was cold. So if you're coming to Lights of Hope in December, make sure you bundle up. Dress up warmly. Dress up warmly. For sure. It does get cold out there. Yes, it does. Um, so just tell us a little bit about yourselves, who you are. Yeah. Go for it, Mark. Great. So we... Um, <laughs> Great question. I, I'm English. I'm also Australian and just recently became an American. Wow. Um, Wait, are we the majority in the room? That doesn't often happen to me. Yeah. Wow, Brits. Yeah, we've got two British, a Canadian, Australian, wow. and an American in the room. That's, that's, that's sorry, that's just yes. a special moment in excited. my life. Special moment. Ash, is, yeah. Ash isn't British, so she's... We also call Murray Jason Bourne, oh. you know, because he has multiple passports. That's right. <laughs> so we've been living in Raleigh, In the North. wall. He doesn't kill people, though. <laughs> no, I don't have any special They're skills. They're hidden in the wall somewhere. I don't have any special skills. Um, we've been living in Raleigh, North Carolina for the last 12 and a half years, wow. and in June... Uh, we moved to Toronto after the feeling like the Holy Spirit called us to move there, be part of the church, and sometime in the new year we'll be stepping into being the senior leaders of the church up in Toronto. So that's exciting. Yeah. That is exciting. Yeah. We have four daughters. One's married. They all stayed in the States, or one's in Mexico as a missionary, and we said yes to the invitation of Jesus, as we always do. And we end up in places that we would never expect. (laughs) (laughs) Toronto in the winter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we haven't done that yet. Oh, you guys coming. This is hopefully a, well, no, this is not preparation. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) This is spring in Toronto. (laughs) What's cool about um, where they're going is Steve and I have such a history with uh, Catch the Fire Toronto. That is where, in 1994, where the Holy Spirit just blew up the whole world and um we made a pilgrimage in 1995 and i believe that the father's house is here because we went to toronto and had a whole bunch of healing Mm -hmm. so toronto catch a fire toronto is very special to us we've been there many many times at a lot of conferences and and a lot of our staff have come courtesy of Catch the Fire School of Revival in Toronto. But I think it was School of Ministry back then, wasn't school, it? School, still is School, school, school of Ministry. Okay. Yeah. 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 So yeah. We're excited for them because it is, um, it's a new season and, and, you know, they're taking over soon to be, you're taking over soon to, to be the senior 
leaders. Yes. <laughs> That's right. That's We're a, laughing because Vicky has practiced this. Yeah. I'm challenged. It's a real honour, actually, because the church has got such an incredible story and history, and history. Really, particularly in the Western world, has yeah. shaped charismatic Christianity. Not only charismatic Christianity, but many, many areas mm-hmm. or streams of Christianity over the last nearly 30 years. Oh, it's, yeah. Yeah. it's a wonderful privilege to yeah. be invited by the Holy Spirit wow. to carry that story going. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was really thinking last night when we prayed for you guys. Just the, the storied um, history of Toronto yeah. and how many, people's were li- how many people's lives were totally transformed, yeah. the direction of their lives and mm-hmm. what their ministry was. And honestly, the Father's House is here because of Toronto mm-hmm. and the yeah. Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's really good. Well, let's uh, dive into our scripture today. Um, we're going to read through uh, Matthew, just one verse in Matthew 13 today. Um, one of his parables, and Jesus says this, he, <clears throat> The kingdom of heaven is like leaven, which a woman took and hid in three packs of flour until it was all leavened. Mm. And you know, this is in the it's in the stream of Jesus speaking and sharing a, a lot of parables where he uses this phrase, uh, the kingdom of heaven is like this, and the kingdom of heaven is like that. Um, really trying to get, us, get to us this idea of his kingdom is different to our kingdom and our yes. ways, right? And yeah. So just, uh, I'll let you guys open up, but just share what your thoughts are on this. And Ashley was sharing something about this in the, one of our classes the other day, which inspired me. So why don't you just start, if you can remember what you said. Yeah, <laughs> I think I can. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't always. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I, I woke up the other day with that parable in my mind and I was reading it and I, I was just thinking about really as our lives, we often like leaven or yeast is really small and you only need a small amount of it to make a difference Mm -hmm. to affect a whole um well in this case three lumps but so you only need a small amount to expand uh a to and to infect and in and infiltrate a larger area and I was thinking about it in the context of um, I was initially thinking about it in the context of love mm-hmm. and the love of God and I know there's many other we can we can talk about a whole bunch of other things but the, it, the kingdom of God is primarily a kingdom of love yeah. the love of his beloved son and that we're now in and as people who walk in love it really we can affect and and change and shift an atmosphere even though we may feel little we can make quite a big difference as we walk in his love Mm. and 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 take it to the people that wherever he has us so yeah yeah it's really good yeah the other idea of the leaven to me is it it gets put in a lump and then it's hidden and the work that's going on is underneath the surface Mm -hmm. and you don't necessarily see exactly what's going on Mm -hmm. but then but you begin to see the fruit. You begin to see the effects of it. You don't see it at work, but you see the result of it at work. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know, thinking about that in the context of the kingdom, again, it, it can look like we're sowing in, we're just going about our daily lives, we're building relationships, we're working in the community, so and you're wondering, is anything happening? Is anything changing? Um, but it's not until you begin to then, then you begin to see the fruit. And um, sometimes the lack of progress can feel discouraging, but actually looking for fruit is really what God's 
calling us to. So let's not focus on the visible dimension of it, but the fruit that comes from it. And that's hard, isn't it? It is, yeah. Especially, you know, we're all um, leaders, um, senior leaders. Um, <laughs> and it, it's, it's sometimes you just, I know for us, mm. we sit around sometimes and say, now tell me who's making it. Mm. You know, especially with the recovery ministry, um, it's a tough one. And uh, uh, so it, it's, it's, it, what he said is so, is so pertinent. is like, we don't know. No. We don't know the hour. We don't know the day, you know, when he's coming back. And we don't know what the Holy Spirit's doing. You know, I'm sure they like I have, have had people run up to us years later and say, you don't even know what you said to me 20 years ago. Yeah. And you're like, no, I don't know what I said to you 20 years ago because mm-hmm. his word doesn't come back void. Yeah. And uh, so it's, it is, you know, do, going about your business, going about the Father's business every day without any kind of hurrah sometimes, you know, yeah. any, you know, no applause. And as I read that, I was thinking, why did she put in three pecks? Why did she put um, three pecks of flour? She put three pecks of flour until it was eleven. I mean, why three? I mean, you know, is, is that like is that is is that like in the Old Testament? Why three? I actually, Does anybody know? Why three I have, packs of fl- I have a little bit yeah. of a. I did think about this the other day, and I was wondering if those three lumps or those those three things represent like the Jewish people, and perhaps the Gentiles. So those who are um, not. That, that we've been grafted mm. in. Yeah. Uh, the third one, I had a thought about it, but I can't remember what it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking maybe it was a Father, Son, Holy Spirit, yeah. but I don't know. I know. Like, why couldn't she put one peck in? <laughs> I don't know. Is it a, is it a yeah. recipe? Well, it was three separate lumps. So three, for me, three, those yeah. three, separate three separate parts mm. represent something yeah. of which was being infiltrated or being affected by the little of yeast that she put in the leaven so i do wonder is it is it the world as one part of it is it then also the israelites the jewish people god's people and then is it also uh gentiles people who aren't i don't know i just wonder that yeah it's interesting thought that what i think about there is romans 14 17 that says the kingdom of god is not a matter of eating and drinking but it's righteousness peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. So do the three packs represent the three different leavens of the kingdom in a sense of righteousness in the spirit, joy in the spirit, peace in the spirit, and actually what we're sowing into the world is the righteousness and that's going out which is right living. You know, then there's the peace which is, you know, the presence of God, the shalom, nothing lacking, nothing missing. And then there's the joy which is God's gladness, and you know, maybe that's part of. And why it, that would be undercover too. I mean, that wouldn't be like uh, you know, it would be hidden, like you said. I mean, it wouldn't yeah. be like blowing the trumpet and hey, look at me, like some of the Pharisees yeah. did. Yeah. It would be more like the lady with the two mites and stuff, you know, yeah. putting that yeah. in uh, in secret. So that would really actually be good. That makes that actually makes sense. We probably should have researched what the theologians thought before we started <laughs> talking about it. Aren't you? I, we, well, we were de- we were de- yeah. thinking that you would be the theologian. Yeah, you are the theologian you are here. The theologian. We thought you have an answer. <laughs> I Mark. lied you a softball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tried. I tried. Mickey <laughs> just set us up for uh, yeah, yeah, success. We'll say. Success. Yeah. Success. Uh, <laughs> all the time. Yeah. So, what uh, this impact, this impacting the the world around us with love, like you know, we we talk a lot about what we do here with you know, Vicky mentioned our recovery ministry, bringing people in. We do yeah. a lot of outreach programs and those kind of things, but. W- 
what does it really mean to demonstrate love to the world like is it just saying <laughs> i love you is that like what you know what, what does that practically look like or what just maybe you can share a little bit of what that's practically looked like in your lives demonstrating this love and being the cheese to the world mm. i think uh probably my the quality of my love is most tested when it's invited towards someone who doesn't look like me who doesn't act like me who maybe i don't even really like and so i i feel like that is really um the invitation and the challenge for me because it's easy for me to love someone who is like me who agrees with me who you know fits into my box mm -hmm. that to me is not really love because love costs something it costs jesus his life so for me it's like can i extend the kingdom of love of the love of the, his son by loving someone who doesn't look like me which is not just about me saying it Good. but it's me doing something yeah, that actually demonstrates it as well so when somebody really irritates me in the grocery store which you know never happens happen. <laughs> no. or they drive in front of me no. really crazily yeah. no. <laughs> what does love look like yeah. in that than that moment not losing my temper being yeah. patient and being kind yeah yeah i think about um you know being the theologian there you go yeah, you right. he's gonna bring it back to he was, he was, yeah. of course. He was um, going through his little bible 1 john 3 17 <laughs> says this whoever has the world's goods and sees his brother in need and closes his heart against him how does the love of god abide in him little children Whoa. let us not love with word or oh. with tongue but in deed and in truth ouch and so i think you know love lo looks looks like something uh, i think i heard Heidi Baker say that at some point right <laughs> you know who if you don't know who Heidi Baker is is a wonderful missionary yeah, to um to, in Mozambique and um so love really is practical it is something that moves towards somebody that meets a need and so you know for us that's looked like having people live with us in our house that haven't had anywhere to live that needed space to stay yep. and we've you know accommodated them in our in our house it's looked like um you know developing ministries within the church to meet the needs of you know the homeless we've got a, a ministry that our friends justin and kelly started in um raleigh. in raleigh durham area you know called embrace and they're feeding the homeless and uh building making friendships with them and you know meeting both a meeting a practical need meeting a relational need because they're building friendships and then meeting a spiritual need because they're, you know, preaching the gospel to them or leading them into, you know, discipling them basically, you know. So it looks like something, yeah. lots of different things. I know that's something that you guys here have a really incredible value on and demonstrate so well the practical dimensions of God's love. Mm -hmm. It's really good. I, I'm thinking too, though, um, love in the New Testament especially and, and in the Old Covenant as well, but... And Jesus was, is, is love when he corrected the religious? Mm -hmm. I mean, his love yeah. looked, was very firm at times, you know. The correction of wrong thinking mm -hmm. and lining it up to the words of Jesus. I think, the pre, you know, it's, lo it's love is all that you said, and then it's also sometimes it's correction mm -hmm. yeah. and love. In love, yeah. not like abusive 
correction. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, like if you love your child, you're not going to let them do the wrong thing over and over again. You're going to correct that in love. And I, and you know, you read the words of Jesus and it, it, he, he did all the things Murray said, you know, like, and, and, and Ash, and it's just, it is because we are loved so much, we give, you know, because our love, I love, want my love to look like something. And just because I say, I love you, yeah. it doesn't always mean that. And like, um, for my husband, I know I love him. So I know he hates cheese. So I don't <laughs> give him cheese every night because I, I love him. Right. So, you know, I'm tr- always looking for the great, the, the, the way into people's lives and how do you love them mm. practically. And there's a practical element, which I think sometimes a church is missing. Mm. I think sometimes it is maybe too inward focus that he loves me mm-hmm. and I don't need to do anything. Mm-hmm. And I think some churches operate in that. And I think if they would start going out in the practical using the embrace, you know, going out to the least of these, or not even, you know, not, not even the homeless. It's like, you know, there's so many people, that even the, yeah. you know, like even the real educated successful, yes. they need yeah. to be loved. Right. We don't always know how to love them because they look like they have everything, but it's love, love yeah. looks like something. Yeah, there's lots of different kinds of poverty, right? For, Correct. You know, there's the financial stuff, but there's the emotional, emotional. The community, there's it's the all kinds of ways, yeah. right? Yeah, it's really good. We can reach people. And I, I was, I was thinking about this, you know, there's, there's a, almost a twofold thing with this is that we are the flower that needs to be leavened ourselves and then we go out and you know if you take a piece of leavened dough and put it in unleavened dough it start, it continues to have an effect right yes. mm. and we should then as we're talking about now have that um, effect on the people around us but can we just speak a little bit to um, things that may stand in between us being leavened like sometimes we hold on to things in our hearts that make us maybe not the best tool to yeah. be used to demonstrate God's love. So, Vicky, what? Oh, me? Yeah, we'll start with you. Oh, we'll, we'll... great. Um, <laughs> things that stand in my way are me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my selfishness, <laughs> my comfort, my um, my right, my my right to be right all the time. You know, my um, my anger. You know, um, but I think for number one, it's my time and my comfort. Mm. And I was telling the class today that if we had a reader board across our, our brain of everything we thought, nobody would have any friends <laughs> because everybody would read, oh, that's what you think about, about me, you know, yeah. and we're so fallible. And, and But for me, if you're asking for me, it is my selfish nature. I just sometimes don't want to do things. Mm-hmm. I'm tired, you know, and blah, 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 you know. And, and like you just sometimes you just want to look away from a need, act like you didn't see it. <laughs> And keep going. And but what I love about the Holy Spirit is so gentle and say, you know, maybe you should have done this or that, you know. And being correctable, I guess, is really good. But but for me, it's it's my own selfishness. Really is, that, is that a good answer? No, that's a good answer. Okay. Because yeah. that was on the fly. Yeah. Okay. You didn't have Steve to talk for ten minutes for you to figure it out. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Not that Steve talks for ten minutes. No. no. Just don't listen to last week's episode. Um. <laughs> <laughs> It was wonderful. But we it had, was wonderful. But we had a bit of a monologue, but it was a wonderful it monologue. It was a wonderful That's monologue. That's hysterical. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's also, obviously, as Vicky said, our heart and our issues can stop us mm-hmm. from being able to effectively um, share the love of God and act. Uh, you know, I think our own, you know, where the 
the family that we grew up in that causes us to have a misunderstanding of ourselves or God or mm. other people and the whole world. <laughs> but I think there's also, I, I think sometimes there are so many needs <laughs> and there's so much need. That's really good. I can, my heart is compassionate mm-hmm. and I want to do something. I just don't know where to start. Where to start. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. can feel a bit overwhelming yeah. sometimes. 100%. And so that could be just, I don't necessarily, I need to maybe take a moment to tune in to God, to hear the Father's voice, to hear what he's saying about it mm-hmm. and and then act on that. It could be as simple as that. But I, that, I, I think honestly that's often why it's not out of a an ill a bad motive mm-hmm. it's just where do i begin where do i begin yeah yeah oh, that's really good yeah mm-hmm. that's really good yeah and i i think um in a sense it's yeah come back to that selfishness point it's just hard sometimes particularly you know as ash said earlier the true test of love really is whether you love people that don't agree with you mm-hmm. is it acceptance or is it is it love and I think that, you know, it's, it's a supernatural thing that you need to love somebody that disagrees with you or is different with, than you. It's not, enemy. it's not in the human nature <laughs> to actually love somebody that thinks against you or is actively against you, right. you know. And so I think part of maybe it, it's just that we, are, we just run into our own limitation of the love and maybe it's because of selfishness and but the love that we have just doesn't go that far you know, we like to, we, we we can live with acceptance we can live at a natural earth realm but the love that god's calling us to is often is actually way beyond ourselves and i think you know it, it really is something i think where the church, the, the Western, the Western culture, what's it called? What, what are we? Western civilization? What are we? Yeah, yeah. Western, Western world. Whatever yeah. You thank it. you. <laughs> I think I think we could really look at this. I mean, I'm talking to myself. Um, there's a song that says, "We they will know we're Christians by our love." Mm. Is that true? Mm. What do, when you ask the world about Christians? I just had a conversation a minute ago at a memorial, and because her son is gay. <clears throat> She just this lady won't come to church because she thinks that we're gonna everybody's gonna hate him, mm-hmm. and it's like is that is that the love of the father, is you know just being intolerant and just standing on street corners with with signs and and or what does love look like you know and I think the the redefinition, you know and I've been a Christian forty three years so I've gone through a lot of different um, times, and we picket signs and you know whatever but I think I think really looking at yourself and saying how do I love. And what Ash said, I think, is so relevant because sometimes you're just overwhelmed. You're, you're sitting in your car. You don't know where to begin. And it's just not the person on the corner with the mm-hmm. placard. It's like I don't. some people just don't even know where to get involved mm-hmm. to give their life away, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, and so it, it, it is a lot. And, but love does look like something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's an action. It's a verb. Yeah. And so freely was given, freely we give because, yeah. because he first loved us. We need to love. So um, I just think it's um, it's a big word. It's 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 a very challenging yeah. word. Yeah. The father's but, love. But I think it's also you just sparked a thought for me, Vicky. Good. There's also something simple in it because often we overcomplicate yes. it and we think I need to start a project or yes. I need to do a big thing, but actually it could simply be when I go to work tomorrow. 
the person who's sitting next to me at the office, how, do, how can I love this person yeah. practically today? How can I serve them? How can I, when they're, maybe when I disagree with them or they're not acting in a manner that seems worthy of love, what is my love going to look like that would overflow in action towards them mm -hmm. by maybe not judging them or criticizing them or maybe being patient with them and asking them, hey, it seems like you're a bit stressed today. What's going on for you? I mean, because often we look at it and think it's got to be a big uh, project, Grand but gesture. I think actually there's little steps. <laughs> yeah, something as simple as a smile. Mm -hmm. yeah. right? It creates a sense of belonging. It, just looking someone in the eye and saying hello as you walk past them on the street. You know, it, it doesn't, like you said, Ash, I love that point. It doesn't have to be hugely complicated. Um, I don't know if there's a, if you've come across Bob Goff and his, he wrote, wrote two books, one's mm -hmm. called Love Does, and the other one's Everybody Always. And uh, those things are, he talks, some of them are fairly simple, some of them are a little bit you know, more involved, but just a challenge of, as you said, Vicky Love Does and Everybody Always, mm -hmm. you know, simply a smile or a hello. Which could open a door to yeah. something else. Yeah. You know, you know, as I were think, as I were talking, I'm thinking of my son Mark, mm -hmm. who doesn't have much to offer in the world sense. He's yeah. a short, Down syndrome man of 39. Doesn't doesn't speak as eloquent as most people, but he loves. He does. And he I was really told a story does. the other day about it. we took him to get blood um, at the medical center, and this lady was just kind of, she was behind her mask and just real, real businesslike, and her name was Barb. And Mark says, hey, Barbo, how are you? And hey, Barbara. And, and just this lady, just because of a smile and because of Mark, mm -hmm. he doesn't have much to give. It's almost like the lady with the two, two, two mites. Mm -hmm. He just, he probably embodies love more than anybody mm -hmm. and acceptance. And he just takes whatever he has to give. And he just, he's just like fairy dust. He, he makes people's yeah. lives better. He wins people over. He does easily. win people over. And he just, it's like, it's like, it's disarming and charming. And, yeah. you know, what, wherever you are in your journey of Christianity, whether you got saved yesterday or you're 60 years down the road, you can just do, you could just smile at someone. Mm -hmm. You know, my thing when I first started was um, waitresses. Waitresses who waited on me or people who wait, uh, service people who yeah. waited on me, I'd always call them their name. And yeah. I would just, just keep saying their name and just, you know, just that little bit of humanity makes people feel really good about themselves. Everyone can do that. Yeah. And it's like, you're, you know, they're not there to, to be your servant or, you're, you know, they're there, they're there to give you a service. Yeah. And if you love them, they're just, it's, it's so easy. Yeah. yeah. You know? a, a thank you. A thank instance. you. Yeah. Yeah. Was a massive Massive. A massive way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the whole concept of leaven, if you come back to the leaven yeah. with this, as you as you do that, the sim the simplicity of using a server's name, causing them perhaps to feel seen and valued, potentially opens up a door to share more of the love of God with right. them and may give an inroad, which then actually changes their life, mm -hmm. which then could change they go home and that changes the lives of the people who they affect without you actually going with that person. Right. <laughs> and you have no idea, like Mara said, yeah. it's, yeah. it's hidden. It's a chain yeah. reaction. Yeah. Chain yeah. reaction. Yeah. 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 That's really good. It's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, one of the yeah. things that I think, you know, just being generous with our words, which is saying hello to people, or even just speaking a blessing over somebody, you know, um, goes a really, it really opens up 
an opportunity for connection and relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, you, like you said, Ash could end up in a beautiful place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. So really, part of our our role is to, you know, the whole apostleship idea was to change culture, right? To bring the the, the Roman culture to where they were going, and our part of our role is to bring the culture of the kingdom to wherever we're going. Yeah. And you know, love is the greatest avenue into this, and. You know, wherever, as, as a listener, wherever you find yourself, whether you're, you know, in the workplace or in your home or in your church or in your social groups, there's, a, there's an opportunity to be an influence mm. for the kingdom yeah. with love, right? Sometimes we just get, we're impacted by the culture that we're in more than we impact it, you know, and that's, I just, I was, as you guys were sharing, I was like, we, we need to, you know, what do we, what is our yeast? What are we bringing? Mm-hmm to mm-hmm. the mix you know we, in other places jesus says beware the leaven of the pharisees right because it's yeah. what they're bringing is it's yes. really good their culture know, yeah. is their culture and that's against the kingdom of heaven's culture and there's, yeah. there's other places where paul talks about like you know uh what don't allow your, your lump he uses the word lump to be leavened by you know sexual yeah. morality right it's, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna have an influence yeah, yeah. so there's a there's a I think we each have a responsibility to say what what a what am I being leavened by and b what how am I leavening the very good yeah that's really me. good what that's, am I being leavened yeah. by because the world system is leavening us unbeknownst to us or beknownst to us and it's like yeah. really it comes in opposition to what Jesus said yeah. and so that's really a great point is mm-hmm. what's leavening mm-hmm. our lump yeah yeah that's that passive or active yeah. isn't it right. what are we passively just receiving and allowing yeah. what are we actively pushing out right yeah Yeah. so good very good do we you know are are we ambassadors of this love that we've experienced or Mm -hmm. are we ambassadors of our need for comfort as you were saying or selfishness Mm -hmm. or our tiredness or our rights or our you know it's i was listening to something i think it was this morning um just the, the whole idea of are we a citizen of the kingdom first or are we a citizen of whatever country we're from first or you know whatever yeah. political standpoint is or yes. our, you know and what or our culture or our way or our um our morality or the way we believe it should be and what are we you know in our words are we seasoning and get with that or are we seasoning it with the the salt of the kingdom i know yeah. for me i can't even listen to to um news anymore i don't want to listen to news i don't want to be leavened by the system of politics mm-hmm or who's in the White House or who's not in the White House. And for me, I just felt like the Lord just said, stop doing that. And then recently, the Lord just told me to stop on Facebook. That was really hard. But um, <laughs> th- that was like detoxing for a month. But um, that I felt like that was really leavening me in a negative yeah. way. Yeah. I just, I, I mean, how many hours? You know, you see, you, and on your iPhone, it says, you spent this many hours on, you know, yeah. on your phone. And I was just kind of cut to the core. It's like, do, how, what percentage of that do I spend with Jesus loving people? It's 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 minuscule compared to Facebook or or, mm-hmm. or on on my phone. You could, you got a computer in your hand in your pocket, mm-hmm. and uh, that's such a leavening. That's and I, I like that you said that because it's yeah it can be the opposite as well. We can be leavened yeah. by all kinds of negative mm-hmm. things. Well, that, and that's how the the kingdom goes. The dominion of darkness goes, and the kingdom goes. It's it's mindset. You know, Paul says, you know, we're not waging against flesh and blood, but it's principalities and powers. But then, you know, in 2 Corinthians 10, I think it is, 1 Corinthians 10, I can't remember where, 
um, somewhere, you know, in somewhere it's written in Corinthians <laughs> that um, you know that we're to take down every argument and every lofty ideal, Idea. which is really leaven. Mm-hmm. That's good. right because you think about the way the kingdom grows it's going to grow from one person to another Correct. to another to another it's not uh, this sort of blanket thing that comes down and all, no. all of a sudden yeah. christianizes the whole world yeah. you know even christian you know even trying to get some christian laws in society actually isn't going to christianize things what because you can't legislate morality you, you have to have a heart, heart change, change. Um, which is really a mindset change and so so that leaven that's that god that you know this is talking about is loving somebody so that they experience the love of god and then they experience the Correct. love then someone else experiences the love of god and it works the opposite direction doesn't it if we think yeah. about certain agendas in our society at the moment it's not like that there's you know there's lots of demons that are running around infiltrating everybody's minds what they've used what the principality the powers have used is the force of culture mm-hmm. and media and That's entertainment really and all those other things that get reinforced that actually cause ideas to go viral in a negative way yeah. and the eleven of the kingdom is really about the worth of jesus and the, the love of god going viral in a positive way from one person to another person, because mm-hmm. that's actually how leaven works. Yeah, it sort right. of transforms the it, structure of the thing that it comes into contact with. It changes yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the truth is, is that the, 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 the leaven of the culture goes way faster, and like you said, viral. Yeah. And, the, and unfortunately, I, unfortunately, I think for Christians, I think the sharing of the gospel through words and action goes a little slower yeah. because there's a discipleship and there's a raising them up and mm-hmm. like parenting and it takes a long, it's, it's sometimes I think about leading someone to Jesus and then taking them on mm-hmm. to raise them. It's a lot, you know, it's yeah. again, and it goes against my, mm-hmm. you know, my, which, what hinders me from doing that. Cause just thinking, you know, you guys raised uh, four daughters. I raised four, four kids and it's, it's exhausting. Mm-hmm. And to raise spiritual kids, it takes a long time. But yeah. the viral nature and the, and the prince of this air, it just leavens very quickly. And we have seen so mm-hmm. many different changes. I'm way older than they are, so mm-hmm. I've seen even more cultural changes, changes through the leavening, through society mm-hmm. and mores and culture. So we as Christians have to love even more to circumvent what's going mm-hmm. on in the world because it is getting darker and darker, quicker and quicker, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Makes me wonder if the world's got a better discipleship methodology than we do that's really good right. i think so but not but, as, but there's hope right yeah. because, yeah, because this, the kingdom is expanding this yeah. entire parable yeah is actually to say things it might look like there's mm-hmm. flour everywhere mm-hmm. but and it may just, look like it's a huge thing yeah but you but put Jesus. it in a lump and then it, it will it will grow it will go underground it will move mm-hmm. quietly it will move subtly you won't yeah. be able to see it but so that you know in a sense if you think about the flower of the, in these lumps mm-hmm. being the world system, God's plan is that the kingdoms of the of our of this world will become the kingdoms of our God and King. Right. So even though it he is wins. getting darker in one yep. sense, we know that actually God's plan is that the whole earth would be filled with the knowledge yeah. of the glory of it's the really Lord, good. That's yeah. good. which means transferring from one person to another, so that they <coughs> they don't just see the glory of the Lord, but they. Well, they see it and experience it. People's eyes are open to him. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like faith. 
I think of the faith that the size of a mustard seed can move a mountain. You can a little tiny itty bitty bit of faith. I can speak to a mountain and tell it to go to move. I feel like that's the same picture with the leaven. It's tiny, mm -hmm. but it has a multiplicative effect yeah. wherever it goes. That's really right, and can make a big difference. So I feel not one plus hopeful. One. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm in the purposes of God through us as the church. Because even if it is getting darker, well, that means the light's going to shine brighter. brighter. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, and we may not be that smart in our discipleship, but, but the Holy Spirit's very smart Correct. in his discipleship. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I think being, being Christians who, who freely was given and freely give, yeah. to be Christians who, who to get that and, you know, to... to and to act upon it yeah. Yeah. is really essential in these days. Yeah. Is like you got you they gotta know where to come to mm. yeah. when it's getting darker and darker. And that you know, if mm. you we are supposed to be the light of the world, correct? So if our light's not very bright, I mean, even if our light's not bright and it's totally black outside, you still mm. will see a little light. However, I would like to be a forest fire for yeah. Jesus yes. so that they can come and know that they can find Jesus. Yeah. You know, and that's why at the Father's house is that's why we do what we do. It's like, why, why do you have yeah. lights of hope or mud run? I mean, really, honestly, we're ex all exhausted. Well, it's hopefully that they will see Jesus in the yeah. practical, that when they need it, they'll say, you know, I remember those people who seemed like they, they were smiley and they, were and they loved and they were fun and they're kind. Yeah. And so that's why we do what we, we do, and I'm, that's why they do what they do, yeah. is so that when they are looking for an answer, because there comes a time when you're looking for an answer. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. There comes a time when there's tragedy in your life. Yeah. yeah. It's just the way it is. And who can I lean on? And who can I lean on? I know. I also, I think one of the biggest um, hindrances to the body of Christ at the moment, and particularly over the last couple of years, has been the leaven of fear yeah. that's oh, been 100%. sown and um, kind of pushed. And it's like fear <sighs> yeah, of everything. bad things happening, fear of um, poverty, poverty. Fear, fear of, of death, mm -hmm. fear of speaking up for the truth because yep. you may not be politically correct, correct. Yeah. and fear of giving someone advice that they could use against you yeah. uh, in a negative way. Like I, I'm like, it's just, it's ridiculous, mm -hmm. and it's not God yeah. <laughs> at all. So we need the righteousness, peace, and joy yeah. in the Holy Spirit that is the kingdom. Yeah, and the love that yeah. displaces fear. Yeah. yeah, And as we focus on that, in us, it's going to spell out and liven the people around us. And yeah. it's going to have that knock-on effect that we've been talking about. And, yeah. you know, whether it's beneath the surface or above the surface, Correct. Yeah. It's, gonna do, it's going to do its work. Yeah. yeah. And I think what, what Ash said is so pertinent for now. The spirit of fear is everywhere. Yeah. And if you have the joy of the Lord and you know who, you know, your, your lump has mm -hmm. been leavened with Jesus. Yeah. Um, people are looking for answers. They want somebody to cling on to, cling to right now, especially through this this COVID pandemic that we just worldwide and in our life we've never seen anything like that. And he, the church is fearful, like you said. You know, there's a lot of fear. So it's like you know, working working that out. You know, perfect love casts out fear. Yeah. Yep. 
Well, that's yeah. I think that's good for today. So yeah. thank you so much for joining us, guys. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. It's always you. a joy to be with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. You're awesome. And then you guys are going place. back to Toronto tomorrow. Tomorrow. To tomorrow. maybe some snow. Yeah, Jesus, mm-hmm. help us. Yeah. <laughs> so you want to pray for more snow? Is that what you're asking? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Get behind help, me, Satan. Help them, Jesus. <laughs> On the they mountains. Want snow. On the mountains. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you again, and thank you, Vicky, as always. Have a great week, everybody. Yeah, we'll yeah. see you yeah. next time. <laughs>